Welcome to the Mind Juice Podcast, a dose of inspiration to inspire, motivate, and give a fresh perspective to dancers, teachers, and studio owners. We are going to tackle real life issues with real life perspective and solutions. Well, hello, friends. How are you guys? This is Jen. I wanted to check in with you guys, see how you're feeling. I also wanted to do a little tiny sidebar at the beginning of this that my first probably six episodes that I've recorded, I've recorded and then sent to an editor in London, and he's been taking the volume and making sure everything sounds nice. But since this coronavirus has broken out, he is not working right now and doing those little side jobs. So I've been just editing myself. So I am aware that the volume's a little bit weird and there's weird pops and hisses and I apologize. Once we get back going and um, he's back up and running his business, I will start getting these guys edited again. But I just wanted to let you know I'm aware that it sounds a little uneven and um, I just wanna get the information to you guys. I just love connecting and sharing some ideas. So here in Colorado, I am in day 10 of a pretty strict stay-at-home order. So I know it's different all around the country. I'm not sure what it's like where you're at, but for me and for people around me, life is very different than it was four weeks ago. And I would assume that the majority of us, people that are listening for sure, are being safe and staying at home, practicing your social distancing. Um, I'm also very careful when I go to the grocery store. Um, So I don't feel like my risk of contracting the coronavirus is very high. Now, of course, there's always that chance that I could, but as long as I'm staying at home and I'm not really being around other people, it's kind of low. But all of us, the chances of the coronavirus affecting us mentally is probable. It's affecting all of us mentally. So I'm going to keep reminding you guys to protect your peace. Be careful not to consume too much media. You have to remember media is a business. And when they present scary stories and stay tuned to see what the next scary, terrible life is going to end story It's to keep us watching. They want you to come back. They want you to be watching their TV show. So don't do it. I want you to be informed, but don't be consumed. There's a big difference. You can be be informed, but don't consume yourself with all of the negative media that's going on right now. Because honestly, some of it is inflated on one side, the other side. There's politics involved. So just make sure that you know what to do to keep safe, but protect your peace, protect your mental health. You can control that and you can protect yourself from that because we don't want the repercussions to come out in the long run that is affecting us more mentally than it did physically. I also want to add that the way that we present this, the way that we respond to this is going to affect the way that our young people, our kids are going to remember this time. And I had to really remember that and not have big freakouts in front of my own kids because I don't want them to go back and look back and think it was the worst time ever and my mom was so stressed and, you know, it was just so stressful at our home. I want them to remember it was a time in history, but we also had family dinners and we played puzzles and we had family movie night and I want them to remember the good things too and that is our job as as grownups and teachers to, or anyone, even if you're a teenager, to make sure you're modeling that behavior for the young ones so that they're not 
growing up with this fear that's been embedded with them and they might not even know why it's in there. So I just wanted to remind you guys, protect your peace. You can do it. Now, that leads me to the real topic of the podcast, which is the number 168. 168. How does that apply to our daily life? What is the significance of that number? Now, it could be how many movies I've watched this week. It could be how many times you hit refresh a day on your phone. Um, It could be how many worrisome thoughts you have going through your mind per minute. But that is not it. 168 is how many hours are in a week. 168 hours in seven days. That's what we're given. So I'm curious, does that seem like a lot or a little to you? To me, it seems like a little. I thought that I had much more time in a week to get what I want to do done. 168 seems like a small amount of time. But and to my husband, he thinks that sounds like a lot of time. So it's different for everyone. There's no right or wrong. I'm just curious. If you know you have 168 hours in one week, how does that How does that feel to you? We are just making observations right now so that we can change our mindset and look at time a little differently. So now let's say you sleep eight hours a night. I know that's different for everyone, but we're just taking average. So that's 56 hours. So that leaves us with 112 hours that we're awake in a week. Now, before the coronavirus, most school-age kids would spend another 40 hours a week at school, which only leaves 72 hours in one week. Now that we're in a different time, let's just say, for time's sake, that we have 112 waking hours in one week. So now let's look at that 112 hours. If you're taking a one-hour-a-week hip-hop class, Of the 168 hours you're given, how can you make that the best use of that one hour? And teachers, this concept really hit me when it came to my teaching. If I only see my teen tap class for 45 minutes in a week out of my 168 hours, how am I making my imprint on those kids? How can I make that the best 45 minutes of the whole week for them? It makes me not want to waste one second. I just want to get the most out of my time with them. So dancers, my question to you is, if six of your 168 hours are devoted to taking ballet, how can you show up so those little precious only six hours really count? It's only six hours. There is so much you can do to improve in that time. Yet most of us don't. We think, oh, there's always tomorrow. I'm not feeling it. I'll do it next week, next time. But that time you are given is for right now. So if in pre-corona life, you only got two hours a night with your family, but now you're having 24 hours of unlimited family time, how can you make the best use, the best memories of this time with your family? Looking at the number 168 also made me realize when I say, oh, I wanted to do that, but I just don't have enough time. I really just wasn't making time. I could have shaved off probably a good two hours a day if I just put my phone down, to be quite honest with you. So I now am very cautious of saying, oh, I don't have time for that. Because if I really managed 
my 168 hours in one week, I could have time for the things that I say I want to do, but don't like take a yoga class or read a little bit more at night. So this episode is to just get you to think about your 168 hours you're given in one week. How do you spend your time? What do you spend your time on? What can you do with the extra time that we're given now? It is kind of a gift. What can you do with the time so that this experience is for nothing, not for anything, that you can have growth and you can have great memories that come from this extra time? I know for me, I've spent the last 10 days trying to figure out my days and without having my old schedule, I really sometimes find myself roaming around and not knowing what the heck I'm doing. So um, you might need to make yourself your own schedule. I know a lot of my students have parents that have given them a daily time schedule. And by listening to those kids talk, I learned from them. And now instead of doing a to-do list like I used to in the morning, like these are all the tasks I need to achieve today. Doesn't matter when, it doesn't matter what time. I just need to get them done before my head hits the pillow. But now I make sure I time my day that these things need to be done at this time. This helps me from wasting time and I can get done what I need to get done. Now, I usually schedule rest time in there too because I love to take a nap. And if you know me, you know I'm a huge napping person. So I do schedule rest in my schedule too. So don't think that making a schedule means just go, 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 and it's too rigid and not fun. You can you can schedule game time. You can schedule TV time, but it might help manage your day if you make yourself a schedule. So my question is, guys, where do you want to focus your time this week? And how can you take that 168 hours that start Monday morning and make it work for you? I'd love to hear what you guys are doing. Leave me a comment, send me a DM, um, share if with a friend if you think they would benefit from this. I am thinking of you guys. I'm sending you all my love. I appreciate you so much for listening. And I will catch you next time on the Mind Juice podcast.